Welcome to the A to C podcast. We're your unfiltered ticket to the world behind high achievers of every kind. No ads here. It's just pure value. So do me a favor and share this if you find some inspiration, motivation, or something else in between. Authentic, no constraints, no limits. Let's go. We're just going to talk. We're going to hang out. We're going to do our thing. And wherever they feel like it's a good point to cut us in, that's where they're going to cut us in. But like I say, the, the idea of a three-hour slot is that we can just be organic. I'm not going to interview you. I'm not going to do all this shit. We're literally just going to talk. And if we pull 20 minutes out of three hours, cool. We pulled a two and a half hour episode out of the last one I did. So you probably didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I think I sent you that link, right? Yeah, you said it. I'm, I'm seeing the event tomorrow here. So I've been like really, really busy today prepping so I don't fucking bomb it. There's so many double entendres there. Yeah. Preppers, so you don't bomb. What do you try not to bomb? I mean, just in general, I've never done never done an event before. So two days, you know. Just- what um what event are you doing? I dude, I've been head down doing my own thing, so I'm I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I haven't been paying attention. Flying Friday, the two day flying Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you putting that on with them? You're clear. Yeah, I'm like I'm be I'm Danny this week. Dude, you're gonna kill it, Chris. You're oh no, I know. It. I'm not worried about it. I just had to I just been prepping. Here, look, I'm not even going to turn these on. Just going to put them on for looks. Yeah, man. Why not? For the gram. We're not a this. You look like you're about to go play Call of Duty. I'm sorry, yeah. what? Yeah, that's what I thought. Noise canceling <laughs> like an MF. Dude, so you're uh, emceeing the Apex Executives event. I was talking to Sasser earlier this week. I'm going to get you back in the fold, huh? Uh, he's working his ass off and bless his heart. Like, I, I don't fault him. I'm a motherfucker to have, but- Catch, indeed. I'm a catch. Yeah. They don't call me Big Mouth Bass for no reason. Yeah. They don't they don't call me per they don't call me Perch Daddy for no reason. Perch Daddy, okay. Yeah. With an IE. Just something hanging out in a cold Canadian lake. No, nah, dude, a lot of things sound good. It sounds like, you know, there's a little bit of turmoil there. You and I both know that for a minute, but it sounds like a lot of things are on the up and up. That's exciting. That's really exciting. I met yeah. some of my best friends. In uh, in executives yourself, yeah, for sure. I got uh, so great, uh, and I seem to be doing well now with kind of integrating in more. So that's something that is, uh, it's you know, I mean, obviously, it takes a little bit longer to to do so with me, especially because believe it or not, quiet at times. So, but uh, but yeah, it's going it's going really well. Dude, so tell me about your prep for, for uh, is this your first event you've emceed? I want to hear all about the prep process. Are you just like in a mirror with some pantyhose on? Or <laughs> what is what is Chris prepping actually look like? That's what I want to know. I, you know, I just uh, tried to think, you know, some, uh, first of all, I, I when I wanted to sum up what the event was, like kind of put a theme on it. And then from there, I was able to come up with kind of like an intro almost where, you know, the, this particular event it's going to be around communication. And there's a couple of people in here like, you know, that, that do NLP. And so they're going to be doing a neuro-linguistic program. Yeah, you know no, I, I know what NLP is, but uh, they do NLP or they do NLP? Because there, there's some folks that I've met there that that do NLP. and So they're like actually certified they, to train and teach and stuff like that. I don't know. Okay. I don't I'm not, I'm not name dropping names, just to, right. you and I know, I know who we're talking about. You I don't know that. too much about it. So, but, and then there's a guy who's coming in that like reads faces and shit. It'll be fun. So had to learn about that. 
And uh, you know, the other thing too about with the with the October one, that's when the spouses and the business partners and the important people are able to come in and tag along. Wasn't that and December so, last year, November? It's it's always October because they don't do anything in November or December because of the holidays. So they do January, I believe. It's either January or February, and then October. You know, it's kind of one of those where it's I I, I was a little I'm not nervous because I know I'm going to do well, but a little but a little nervous, right? And it was because this is not just a normal Friday, like flying Friday. You know, it's two days, and you have other people that are coming in. They want to see, and that was kind of part of the. Got the spouses, dude, the critics. And they, yeah, they're exactly. not critics because they're awful. They're critics because- Because they just don't know. Yeah. And so that's part of that's part of like what I'm going to be talking about is, and again, it's only for a couple minutes, right? You got to introduce people or not. But in the beginning, look at it like a monologue almost, right? And, you know, kind of the theme is, you know, like, look, we come home from these fucking events, right? And we're all jazzed up, ready to run through a wall, right? And like, ah, let's go, rah, rah, I got these ideas and we're doing this cool shit and we're gonna make these changes and everything, da, 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 da. And you gotta remember that, I mean, I know at least for me before, it, the people that were in the position of having to deal with that coming home that don't have any context as to where you go from where you left, you know, being flat, whatever you wanna call it, or, you know, however it is to, showing back up afterwards with a goddamn fire under your ass, right? And uh, and and so this is going to put some context to it, which is kind of, it's a little bit, it put a little bit of pressure, it puts a little pressure on me because, you know, I mean, I got to, I got to show them, I got to give a good representation of what, of what we do. Right. But Chris, you got to understand you're not responsible for the effective outcome of these people. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. But you know, it's just, it, for me, it's just like, you know, I want to put on a good, I want to, you know, help them to put on a good show, you know? Dude, I I think, was it you I was talking to? This is when I still lived out in Vegas. And this had to have been like a year and a half ago. I was out on one of my late night walks or something. That's sick. I feel like I remember talking to you about this. But it was this exact topic that like in, in business and not just business, I, I can imagine, obviously, I'm not an athlete. If I was, I'd be a freaking rollerblader. Let's be sure, honest. Sure, yeah like straight up out of a goofy movie, but, um, I see it. Yeah. You know, I got tricks, but there are so many relationship issues that people doing successful things, athletes, entrepreneurs, religious leaders, even because your thing starts to grow and you're growing along with it. You go to something like this, you come back so hyped, but your person doesn't meet you there and it pisses you off a little bit and they're pissed off. And, but, um, I don't know if you remember this conversation, dude, I'm pretty sure it was you. But like, it's like, okay, well, how do you, how do you change that? Well, you set the expectation better from the beginning. Right. The expectation you could possibly set is that we have no damn idea what this is going to turn into. Sure. Because I didn't know that I wanted, or I didn't know that I was going to want the things that I want until I started wanting them. I didn't even know they were not just attainable, but I didn't even know they existed six months ago. Right. Like it, it evolves so quickly. Dude, relationships struggle to survive it, man. No, you're absolutely right with that. I mean, and that's I, mine. You know, my my relationship felt felt that, and it was uh, not necessarily a bad thing. But you know, I mean, it's still, it's yeah. You do, you know, if you don't know, you don't know, and there's no really way to understand it other than to see it. Well, and it's like it's not a bad thing, but. 
it's heartbreak, you know? Like you didn't mm-hmm. marry her because uh because you hated her. You were in love right. and, and all the right. things and lust. I know you, you horny little pervert. But Random. you know, get married. Go to Pound Town, not in sin. You don't need to get married to go to Pound Town though. Yeah, I was gonna say, but not in sin, Chris. <laughs> Actually, actually but um, not a record, dude. Camille and I were actually just talking about that. We were literally on the phone just not even an hour ago. She's become our full time event coordinator, right? And we're going over some things. I was like, "Yeah, remember clear back in the X Y Z days when I was doing X Y Z?" And she's like, "I don't remember." Right? How could you not remember? This was like sixteen, seventeen. Those were some of the most significant things in my life at that point. And then she brought up. She's like, "I don't know if you remember, but." We weren't doing so hot back then. Right. You know, we came through, thank God. Right. And um, I hope we continue to, but man. Well, there's a little bit of context in it now. I mean, tell me about that. What do you mean? Well, now that she she understands a little bit better because she, you know, she's helping out, you know, inside the business. And I'm not sure, you know, how, how involved she was before or not, but it was, uh, you know, it's it, it can be challenging on anybody, especially when they don't understand you know, exactly what it is that's, that's going on, which is again, why I feel not responsible for this, but you know, it's, it's part of my duty. I feel like to, to, to portray, you know, in a good light, whereas opposed to like, this is a first impression, first impression for him. So I'm going to bring it. It's going to be awesome. Dude. Um, so in putting all this together, I've got so many questions about UMCing. My God, have you thought about like, a voice you want to emulate. Are you going to try and emulate no. Danny? You're going to try and do a no. Rodney Carrington? Like what no. what are we doing here, Chris? No, I'm just going to be me. Who is yeah. Chris? What is, what is Chris? Gonna be me. I don't know. I mean, just gonna You've be obviously me. put a lot of thought in this, so don't you can't I bullshit a bullshit. Thought about right? what I'm going to say, not necessarily what I'm going to Well, dude, tell me what you're going to say. This episode's not coming out until after FIF. Yeah. Yeah. What what's Chris Kelly going to say? I mean, just, I mean, I'm, you know, talking about again, like what we were just saying, where, you know, what happens with that? I'm going to talk about, you know, performing better and, and being a better communicator and, and, and going home. But the main thing behind it, and again, it's only a couple of minutes, right? Where, you know, I'm basically just set it up to where trying to give a better understanding and some context as to why, why we are the way we are whenever we come home. And, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I want to know what you're actually going to say though. Do you have some words plotted out or are you like, okay? No, I just have my talking points. Again, it's, you know, I'm not trying to, like I said, I just, I just have my talking points for it and we're just touching on the same shit. You know, it's, uh, you know, welcome last one of the year. It's important because there's significant others coming or business partners or whatever. Right. And then, you know, telling them what it's about and that they're going to get a chance to experience it you know, firsthand and, and, you know, and for themselves. Dude, I'm kind of sad now. If Sasser would have told me earlier this week, it would have had to have been Monday this week. But if he would have told me that you were emceeing this thing. I just I find I just found out. I would have jumped back in executives <laughs> this week, just for a month, just to come support you. Bro, they're going to, um, but I'm going to be in Vegas. So <sighs> it's business meetings. Like yeah, there, there's Vegas, no Vegas and then there's before. living in Vegas. So right. Like, right. It, I mean, it, it, I know you don't, you're not going to, you don't go to Vegas to party, you know? No, that's a dirty place to party. You're likely to end up with syphilis. Agreed. I wouldn't know. Fuck the dog disease and, you know. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. That's how that shit came about. Do you not know the story of syphilis? I don't. I'm not going to tell it on here, but I'd recommend you look into how syphilis came into uh, into at least Caucasians. Yeah, it was not a uh, it was not a rampant disease in Europe in the 14s and 1500s. Um, yeah. You know, as as Europeans made their way to the Americas, uh, it became more of a prevalent problem. Okay. At least that's the uh, the history I was taught in school. But if anything, that's a narrative, dude. If TikTok has taught me anything, it's that the history I was taught in school was wrong because Anunnaki, Nephilim, a whole lot of things. We're not getting into that. Okay, I don't even Chris. know what the fuck that means. I'm like, Chris is like, I think you just made up words. Yeah, yeah. What's the most, uh, dude? You know what I want to know? What? How's Boston? Boston's good, man. I've been up there. Four, five times in the last two months, I'd say. Very frequent. It's like you've I'm got getting my Delta of out of it. She's actually coming here on Friday, which is- So there's actually a she because Facebook and Instagram tell me it's just a freaking go-kart in the woods. Yeah, you got you to gotta go to the next, you got the next one. Reading between the lines. Yeah, go-karting in the woods, man. I, she's coming know, down though? Huh? She's been here oh, once man. before, but for her, it's like- She's not able to, she doesn't have the freedom that I do. So like I can scoot up there on a Thursday night, right? And, and, uh, or Friday or whatever. And, you know, work from, work from her place or, you know, go to a coffee shop or whatever while she's at work and then we spend the weekend and then I can leave on Monday. Whereas opposed to, you know, she's coming here this weekend cause it's a holiday on Monday. So her office is closed. So she's going to come in Friday and then leave Monday afternoon so that way she can be back at work on Tuesday. Whoa, so Columbus day, on Monday, Columbus day. Oh my God. Did, sorry. Indigenous Peoples Day. When the syphilis. Fuck no, that joking. The only thing I knew was that uh, everything in Vegas was more expensive because um, rodeo is in Vegas this weekend. Rodeo. Rodeo. I didn't even realize it was Columbus Day. Yeah, it's Columbus Day. So, yeah, like I said, so we're, and that was actually the reason. So when they asked me to do this, I said no initially. And I thought about it and I was like, wait, hold, hold on. No, fuck that. I'm not going to say no to this opportunity to get out there and. Regardless of how it goes, I mean, you know, it's, it's, and I know it's going to go well, but I got Nico, got my driver picking her up. Then I, I, I got her going to, uh, it's her birthday the following weekend. So, dude, are you flying a flying team in town from the Philippines? No. Oh, well, never mind. Nico, Nico's Boston. Nico's, no, Nico's my driver here. Oh, okay. In, in, in Dallas. Help me connect the dots because I think I just told the world that you're fucking somebody from the Philippines, which is not. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that. For some reason, I was I was like, oh, you're flying team in from the Philippines. You're picking them up. You're doing stuff. I thought you. Oh, I thought you. You said. I thought you said team. You said tame. T- team. Why would I say tame? I don't fucking bringing in a dude. lioness. My God. I I've never even been to the Philippines, so you can tell oh. people I'm fucking them all you want, because dude. You check yeah. my you check my passport. No yeah. stamps. No stamps there. Just as a reminder, you helped me hire Aiden. He's in the Philippines. Aiden's gonna be like, I'm gonna check your motherfucking passport. I'm not fucking I need to know I need to know no. who it is that I'm working with here. Not my not my boyfriend. I've so. told Aiden before, do not delete I've told him, don't delete your name out of this. He the world needs to know this kid. Seriously, dude. Probably like if I had to rank top ten best things I've done in business the last twenty four months, yeah, Aiden would be one of those. Linking up with Elevate, 
Um, I've had VA experience, like you and I have talked about that for years. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, dude, it's been good. Holy crap. Oh, don't be cocky. That's what we do. Don't be cocky. Dude, what, what got you into that whole thing? How did you go from credit card processing to, you know, to that? I was having trouble. I was stagnant in my payment processing business. I'm thinking about it, man. I'm, I'm being deliberate with my words, something I'm trying to work through here. So I w- I've been stagnant in my, in my payments business for years. And, uh, you know, I was still doing everything. I was going door to door and handling service, handling support, handling tech. And it was at a point where I just, you know, I just didn't have enough hours in the day. But, um, you know, the, the margins weren't there to hire somebody locally. And when I did hire somebody locally a couple of times, you know, what I was able to afford to pay and the quality of person that I got just didn't, you know, I was just pissing my money away. So I was at a conference in Charleston, South Carolina, and there was a speaker uh, that owned a big company out of the Philippines, and he was talking about virtual assistants, and I'd never heard of them before. I had never, you know, I I had never, I had no experience with that. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't familiar at all. It was completely foreign to me. You know, it was just one of those ones where it made sense, and so I I talked to him afterwards, and uh, I set up a call with him to do kind of like a discovery call and learn more about it. And it was really expensive. I mean, now that I think about it, it really wasn't that expensive. But, you know, me being very stubborn, I decided to just figure out how to do it on my own. It took much longer. I should have just paid him. But what ended up happening was because, you know, it was that, that you know, the, the, the time cost, the opportunity cost, whatever. And uh, I taught myself how to do it. And so then I helped one of my friends and then I helped one of their friends. And then I said, well, shit, I'm going to start getting paid for this if I'm going to keep doing it. And the margins were bigger, right? It was a hell of a lot more rewarding though. That's that's the main thing is it was so much more rewarding where payment processing people, I mean, it's a necessary evil, but people are calling you to fucking scream at you. They're never calling you to tell you thank you, right? Even though I'm handling all your money, right? It is what it is. It's a commodity. It's like cheaper, 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 cheaper right? You motherfucker, you know, they're calling. It's, you know, it, it, it's just one of those ones that I still do it, right? I'm not going to stop, right? But uh, but it's just not that rewarding to me or not that fulfilling to me anymore. So that team almost runs itself now. For the most part, I spend all my time on the executive assistant stuff. I love that. Whatever, you guys are doing good stuff. I got to tell you, the best experience that I've had so far, like in the VA space, and, and we've had a bunch. Yeah. So- Easily the best from, you know, onboarding me to finding like sourcing talent, onboarding talent, like the, the whole nine yards. It's, it's seriously been excellent, man. How'd you come up with the process? I guess. Why, why are you guys different? Cause it's you're different. It's, it's not the same shit. Yeah, I know it's trial and error. And also I treat myself as my client. So I have incredibly high standards when it comes to working with other people and especially if I'm going to be paying a premium for your service, I expect it to work and I expect it to do exactly the way that you say. And I expect it to be, I expect there to be some sort of a guarantee if whenever, whenever it's, it's applicable, I, you know, I want people to, you know, to earn it, right. Own it and be grateful for it. You know, the values that I live by dealing with clients in the payment processing business, especially, you know, I, I know what it's like to have a volatile customer. And, you know, it's, there's usually a common theme whenever a customer, whenever, whenever somebody's going to be pissed. And so what I do is I, as we were building it out, I, you know, there's a standard of excellence that I hold everybody to our first core value in Elevate is wow. 
right? And there's other people like, wow, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, look, is it wow? If it's not wow, don't fucking do it. So, you know, all the way from recruitment to account management to our video editors, right, that we have, you know, that's that's the number one thing whenever they get through. If they have a question about us, so is it wow? And they're like, well, I'm like, cool, that's not wow. Then fucking do it again. Um, or if it's wow, awesome, let's go. Is the customer going to say wow or not? You know, because in my opinion, when just talking about referrals from that standpoint, I'd rather have a negative referral than an okay. You know, I would rather say, hey, you worked with Chris, right? And I wanted to either be like, fuck yeah, man, it was awesome. Like what you just said, right? The, the onboarding, everything like that. Or you know what? E wouldn't really, wouldn't really recommend him. It. it wasn't the best thing. Or the third one, which in my opinion is the absolute worst, was, it was okay. I mean, it was all right. Nothing, nothing, more, nothing remarkable. I'd rather be really good or really fucking bad than, than in the middle because then, you know, at least, yeah, you know, I just, I, I don't, that's the way, that's my opinion. I don't know. A lot of people don't agree with that, but I would, I don't want to be in the middle. I want to be excellent or fucking horrible. Yeah, dude, I agree. I think um, living in the middle is just a place where uh, you're not even dying slowly. You're already dead. You just don't know it. Yeah. You make you make just enough, you do just well enough to continue to live this life you don't appreciate living. Man, sucks. Dude, tell me more. What else have you been up to these days? I feel like we haven't talked in forever. I mean, I've been up to a lot. I've been up to like I see like you said, I've been traveling a lot and just trying to eat clean, trying to trying to get back in shape. Just and trying to keep off trying to keep off the booze, man. Just trying to keep that shit out of my life. I mean, I was just telling a story about there's a guy here that I met whenever I first moved down here. And, you know, for, I mean, we were talking about, you know, I'm going through a divorce. Actually, yeah, today, yesterday on the third, I was actually able to file. So, so that's, that's good. We're moving through that. But when I first moved down here, obviously I was in a pretty bad spot. I was going out a lot, right? I mean, obviously that's what a lot of people do is, you know, I was lonely and I was bored. And so, you know, what I would do is I would go out. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I met some guys and like I always do, you know, back in college and back, you know, whenever I was, you know, in my early twenties, you know, I was going out all the time. I was drinking, I was partying, I was a party guy. Right. And so that was what I, you know, I, I reverted right back to that. It was like, you, you pick up your old habits so fast. I met a couple guys, right. And I started hanging out with one in particular. Um, and he's, you know, he's, he's just, I don't want to call him a bad apple cause he's a really nice guy, but Dude's still texting me like every day and calling me two, three times a day he's in his late fifties. And, you know, he, he just, he wants to drink all the time. That's all he wants to do. He'll get a, I'll get a text from him like fucking 1 PM on a Tuesday. And he'll be like, Hey, you want to go have a drink? Like, fuck no, I don't want to have a drink. I'm working. And so it's one of those, I'm having it. It's a difficult time with that because, you know, I just, I just ignore him now. It's one of the ones, it's the situation that you don't want to be in. And my girlfriend was actually so she was actually telling me because she's a she's a clinical psychologist, right? And you know her her exact words were something very like, "Man, he is desperately seeking an enabler, right?" And dude is fifty some odd years old, been lived here his whole life, right? I'm brand new. I mean, that's a giant, you know, that's a huge red flag that uh, that somebody that what, bro, you don't have any other friends, right? Like it's so anyway, and it's just because of that that you know some trying to get that shit out of my life, which is, which is, which is good, you know, and just, just trying to do the best I can to keep everything moving and staying healthy and growing the business and give an opportunity to, uh, give an opportunity to other people trying to change lives. Change lives. That benevolent freaking rhetoric. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, but it's rhetoric. 
It is. It's rhetoric. How does changing lives change your life, though? That's the big thing. Because if you didn't care, you wouldn't do it. Like if it, yeah. if it didn't feed you, you wouldn't eat it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I look at it from a couple different perspectives is uh, a couple different vantage points is, you know, obviously the more, the more you give, the more you're going to get. But initially when I got into the business, it wasn't to help people. It was, it was, but it was to help me. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like, man, I could find, I found a way that I can make a lot of money. Right. Um, and do it ethically. But, you know, but that was all really, that was as far as it went. And uh, as I started to, you know, that's like, oh man, I can really help people's businesses. I can help other my clients, things like. But what I didn't realize that was going to be the most, um, that was going to that was going to be the most, um, that was going to be the most fulfilling for me. That was going to be the most fulfilling for me. Fucking Chris on phonics, right? I can barely speak it. I can't. Uh, let me hold on. Let me slow it down and sound it out. He's hooked so, on phonics. The uh, what I found was was able to actually take the lives of my uh, employees over there, essentially, and change them. Right? You give somebody an extra couple hundred bucks a month, right, and give them a more relaxed work environment. You know, you get to watch. You know, you get to hey, I'm, I was able to move into a better place, or you know, hey, I was able to buy this computer that I've wanted for the last you know, 10 years or, or whatever it is, it's, you know, just, just doing fair, not taking advantage of, you know, and just trying to help. Right. That's something that, that has been really fulfilling to me. And honestly, in the beginning, I didn't give a shit. It was, you know, it is what it is. It was just another way to make money. And now it's a great way to make money. I love it. And we're scaling, but I'm also bringing a lot of people up with me. Dude. I love that, man. I love that. When did you go from, when did you decide to grow the fuck up? Like, when did you go from being Chris that got in, uh, got in it to pay his own bills to, you know, whatever it takes. What, what actually, it's not even a, a when, like I was 13. It was a cold, dark night. There was a man, it was an alleyway. I had a poncho on and nothing else, but some new balances. Why do you, you always go to something like that? Um, Dude, always. It's the default. You're fucked up. Yeah. Um, very. But no, like what, what actually happened there? There's a series of events or an event or something. I think it was the first time I got an email from from somebody that was a, that one of my employees over there the, where it was one of those stories I can't you know they 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 send all the time now not all the time that sounded really arrogant they I I get emails frequently now about where they where they're showing off they're showing things that they bought or they're showing you know that they went on this vacation or you know it's I think but I honestly think it was the first time I got an email and um and she's still with us was she was able to move into, she moved out of like her complete shithole of an apartment or whatever that she had been living in with her entire family. I think there was like 15 or 16 people living in this family, uh, living in this apartment, right? It was complete shithole. And, you know, she was able to move into something with herself and her partner that was a lot nicer and just them. And so, you know, that was, that was something pretty cool. And, you know, it was because we pay just a little bit more. Well, not a little bit. We pay more than anybody else out there for the skill sets that that we do. And, you know, again, it's a relaxed work environment. We're not working people like dogs. Are they being held accountable? Absolutely. Right. Because we don't, you know, it's not a fucking vacation. We they work very, very hard and that's what they have to do to stay on. But you should be working hard anywhere you go, no, you know, no matter what, without, you know, being ground down. Damn, dude. That's pretty damn cool. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. You think about it. It's like 
you improved one person's life. They moved into the right apartment. They're loving life a little more because they're loving, loving life a little more. They get a little more horny. They get it on. Now they have. And then six there's kids. another. Then there's another mm -hmm. little Nino running around. Now they have six kids, and those six kids have six kids. One of and them their six kids have six kids. Chris, I think you are single-handedly responsible for an entire generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I think so. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> no, dude. It, for real though, it's it's pretty damn cool, and, and frankly, it's refreshing because in in the one of them world, every to be the president of the United States for real. From Kenya. But seriously, dude, I think that's one thing people who are not in business, you know, that, that grow up were, you know, mommy and daddy work for the union and, and like, it, it's all just corporate, 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 like high end corporate, right? They don't understand about small business. It's, it's so much different. They're like, oh, you're in business for yourself. And that's a lot of what I've gotten. I've had some, I, and I currently have like the team I currently have is, is probably the best I've ever had foreign and domestic, but I've had a lot of domestic team that's been so entitled and they're like, oh my God, you're this business owner. You've got, I see the money that comes in. It's like, do you not understand? I take home negative 10% of that. Yeah. Like, like I'm out sucking dick on the sidewalk to make up that 10%. And then I got to suck more dick to feed the fam. I've seen it. And what? I've seen you do that. No, you haven't. You didn't think I was there. They, I this was it. a metaphor. This was a metaphor. And here you are. Fucking liar. Dude's got a freaking subscription to my OnlyFans. Fucking liar. He's <laughs> got a subscription. But, dude, is that, I don't know. That's that's always been a thing that bothered me. It's like, I, I realize there's some corporate abuse at a level, but you come down to like mom and pop businesses and people don't realize small business is not the business that's going out of business. A small business can employ 20, 30, 50 80 people and that business owner still taking home freaking beans and rice. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can be uh, if you're in the right, if you're in the right industry for that, for sure. Yeah. And that's not the one I want to be in, but, but I guess the point I'm making is just, you know, this mentality of just being so elated to see people move forward, excel. Yeah. It's refreshing. It's cool. It's like, I work with a lot of high net worth individuals, but I don't, I'm not working with a lot of, uh, you know, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. I work with a couple, but most of my clients are small business owners. They've got a business doing a few million a year in revenue. They're not. They're not taking that home. Revenue. That's the word, right? There. Revenue. I have this conversation with people. I'll tell them what I what I made last year. Right when it comes out, all oh, man, fuck, you're loaded. I'm like, whoa, gross, dude, gross, homie. Right? Like, ah, uh, like fifteen percent of that, maybe ten. You know. 20, I don't know, right? I don't know what the number is, but it's like they hear this big fucking number and bro, you don't know what my overhead is, right? You don't know what my what what it costs to be Chris Kelly on a on Right, a and then basis. they get so judgmental so fast. It's like, I made 10 million. I spent 9.9 .9 of it to make it. And they're like, well, that makes you a shitty business owner. And it's like, really? Yeah. People were paid. <laughs> they were sending me, they were sending me emails all year long about how they got to have a better life. Do you still want to talk to me about the way I run my businesses or should I, should I make some changes? Cause I certainly right. could. And certainly I could, could certainly, you know, pay myself more and pay other people less. Is that what you want? I don't want that. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I find it so funny that you have so many people talk out of both sides of their mouth and it just shows you how ignorant they are. Yeah. Like literally fucking stupid. Yeah. They have no idea, man. But, um, I don't know. I think it's cool that, uh, 
you, you revel in that, you know? It's good. You know, for me, I, I enjoy it. It's something that is, it helps me. Uh, I mean, I sleep well at night, slept well at night before, but even better now. So it's cool to see pictures from vacations and, you know, and pictures of kids and, you know, stuff like that, that I helped give them the bandwidth to afford on their own, you know? So what else do you enjoy? You know, coladas and walking, breathing. I enjoy breathing a lot. Yeah. Have you ever choked your own neck just a little bit? Just for a second, just see how it feels? No. Should I? You've never done, uh, what do they call autoerotic asphyxiation? No, no, I, I haven't actually. You've Should never I? taken your, you've never been in the mall bathroom, taking your belt off, <laughs> wrap it around your neck, tucked it up into the stall, and then just lean forward for a little bit. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> Crazy. Isn't that like, have, have you, have you done that? <laughs> no. I don't know. No. I'm just saying you haven't lived specific. a little bit until you've almost died a little bit. <laughs> I get specific. I get specific. But uh, no, for real, what else do you enjoy? What what else? You know, this whole podcast isn't just about business or the I'm way we do I'm still figuring business. that out, man. You know, it's I went for, for like a decade, the better part, the almost a decade couple months shy of it not in a good place you know and it wasn't always like that obviously you know but it's not like a switch was flipped or whatever but a gradual to why you know i don't know i don't know what i like anymore i mean i know what i did like and and then you know obviously growing out of that kind of stuff but you know it is getting back into life again essentially where it's I'm, i'm i'm figuring it out so you know i have found that that I do, I'd like being not busy, but I like being productive. I like feeling good, which I mean, that's so fucking cliche, but I can, I mean, I went through, fuck, I don't know, three or four years, last three or four years, five years, I was hung over six, five, four or five days a week. Right. And just getting through, you know, wasn't exercising, was eating fast food, binging on Amazon all the time, watching as soon as I got home, I turned Fox news on. Right. That's one of the things that I noticed almost immediately whenever I decided to change my situation was I stopped watching TV and it wasn't like, I was like, Hey, I I want to stop watching TV. It was just, I just didn't feel the need to do it anymore. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I can't give up Chick-fil-A entirely, but you know, that's not Chick-fil-A. We're going to have to fight about that. All right. Well, we don't have to, you know, you can have your opinion. I'm all right with that. Uh, I'm not going to let you have yours. Were you a Popeye's guy? Dude, I would. I'm not a Popeyes guy. I don't even like Popeyes, but I would have Popeyes over Chick Fil A 100 of the week. Let me tell you why too. It doesn't even have anything to do with the flavor or nutritional value. It just has to do with less fucking morons there. Have you ever seen people try to drive around a Chick Fil A parking lot? Oh, you're talking about the people. You're like it's like it's like having a fucking ant farm when you drop a snap pea in there. Just a this bunch port- of morons. This podcast brought to you by the people at Popeyes. Love that chicken. From yeah. All right, back to extra you. pickles on my sandwich. If you ask for extra pickles or no pickles, you guaranteed to get a fresh sandwich. Is that for real? I think so, because they have to like make it separately. All right, new podcast, Life Hacks. <laughs> um, Bro, I bought a book a while ago that has all these travel hacks in it. We could literally do one of those a week. 
and talk for a half an hour about it. Top three favorite travel hacks, five words or less each, 10 words or less each. Go. Marry, fuck, kill. Do you do points hacking like on like through Chase and stuff? No, I don't do a lot through Chase. I had some bad experiences like a decade ago and I, I hold a grudge. So, Bro, I have a lot of Amex points and I had a lot of Chase points. I do like where I'll rack them up and then the Chase points, they transfer really, really, really well. So like I... I, I went on that. Uh, I don't say Philippines. I went on that trip to Thailand a couple years ago, right? First class, like the whole way round trip for two, whatever. Um, it was close to a forty thousand, fifty thousand dollar vacation. The flights alone would have been twenty six thousand cash, right? And I we paid almost nothing for that trip. I was just using because I was able to transfer the Chase points. To yeah, but 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 but, but but just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Dave Ramsey said, "Fuck Dave Ramsey." Right, this wet, podcast brought to you by Dave Ramsey and Associates. Yeah, get fucked. By uh, pay pay me for the endorsement, and I'll send you what my. Do they call his thing the what's his like live moss? No, that's Taco Bell. Um, what is his I thing? That was Yo Quiero. The thing where they like do that scream. I remember I dated this girl for a long time, and she was all about like no debt. Look. I'm cool with no debt, although I think you can leverage it. But when he talks about credit cards and stuff, that man is a fucking moron. Because I will tell you this. I don't, about carry, I don't carry a balance. I mean, I pay it off every single month. And now, all of a sudden, you know, I don't put myself in a situation where I would ever have to carry a balance, right? And, uh, you know, that's called being fucking responsible. It's called being an adult. And I don't care who that offends. If you're carrying a balance on your credit card, you're an asshole. And you need to, you know, you need to, you need to fucking man up or balance transfer that shit to something that is that is a 0% APR and stop paying these fuckheads because you can really take them for all they're worth. You, like with the points and stuff like that, man, I'm going to Paris in, in three weeks. Again, first class. Dangerous place ways. to be right now. Right now, the fucking bed bugs, right? The bed bugs and the, there was a whole skinwalker video. They had skinwalkers in Paris. What the fuck is a skinwalker? You've never heard of a skinwalker? No, I heard that. I saw that. That there's a TV show called like Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch or some shit, but I've never watched it. Dude, Skinwalker Ranch is like 150 miles from where I live. Growing up this, around this shit. This podcast brought to you by Skinwalker Ranch and Associated Vet Bucks. Are you trying to monetize my podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. I'm also making my own content at the same time. Uh, dude. This podcast uh, brought to you by Pirated Content. Stay woke. Yeah, the, these Skinwalkers, dude, they are like, Indian folklore shapeshifters. Um, do you know what a rake is? You, you're out there. You spent some time in the Carolinas. You got to know what a rake is. Like a reiki? Yeah, reiki. It's like the person that uh, I think my aunt is a reiki. Like it's okay. like some sort of weird fucking like wannabe healer or some shit. No, 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 not not that, not that. You no. all right? So you're yeah. talking about the thing that you use to clean up the leaves in the backyard? No, we're talking about the creature in the woods in the Appalachians where like you hear your name called, you don't go in there. No, I don't fucking no. I've never heard of that. That's Shut the dumbest the fuck up. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's what I just said. That's the That's dumbest dumb. fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. You don't believe that. No, I don't. I don't like believe like, I don't believe in peanut butter. So All I'm saying, stupid. put some peanuts in a fucking blender. There you have it. Boom. A little bit of water, a little bit of salt. Are real. It, dude. I got to get you on this. I'm going to have to start sending you more YouTubes, more TikToks, more Reels. I'm going to send you the real Reels. 
All right. What's next? Dude, um, <laughs> do you believe in God? <laughs> yes, but not in the traditional sense, I would say. I do believe that there is some sort of something, but not something worth going to fucking to a building on Sunday to show everybody else that you're there type thing. That makes sense? Yeah. So like, what are we talking? We talking, there's, there's, a, there's an energy there. You got pink button beating a drum or. I don't know, man. I've always thought like, here's, you know, here's my thing. I'm not an atheist, right? I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not a fucking pagan or whatever, but at the same time, I've always had a, and I think it was cause I grew up in the church. So here's a fun story. My parents are not religious at all. I'm fairly certain they're atheists, but they would send me to church every fucking week and every every opportunity that they could. It wasn't for religion; it was for fucking free childcare. That was what it was. They because you know what I mean. So I was I grew up until I was like sixteen years old. I was all I was always there, and it's because they didn't want to fucking deal with me. So yeah, so grew up in the church, and what I've always had taken issue with, and maybe it was just the one that I grew up in, but it was more of, hey, didn't. Didn't see in church this weekend. Like one of those, like who fucking cares, right? Now I watched <laughs> it on TV. Like, no, you didn't. Right? I, why do you care? So for me, I, I noticed that. And again, maybe it was just me or maybe I'm perceptive and started, but it was more of like, a, to me, I got the feeling that it was more of a, I'm going so other people can see me there as opposed to I'm going because I want to believe in something. I, 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 that's just the way that I saw about physically going, right? So I can go when you want or whatever. I'm cool with it. I'm, I mean, I've been to church. I've been in church recently, right? I don't think it's something that should be used as a so as a social status. You don't need to talk about it constantly and and make it part of your identity. It's like it's like getting into the whole like the sexuality thing. Cool, man. I'm do whoever you want to put your dick in. I'm good with that. Whatever. It doesn't as long as it's not a fucking kid, because yeah, right. But I'll sound of freedom you right in the fucking face. But to make it your identity, like, I mean, that would, I don't know, man, that would be, it's just, I don't, to be, and when I say part of your identity, I mean to where it, it is your identity and that's it. Cause we all know people like that, that are like, without that, they're absolutely nothing or to themselves at least. And it's just, you know, to me, I just think, again, that's, that's along the same, that's along the same lines. It's like, hey, go, go, go find your own identity somewhere else. And, uh, you know, where it doesn't have to be, def- you don't have to be defined by one thing that, that makes you, you, it's just a part of it. But to make it your defining factor, right? This is me. This is all I am. No, it's not. You're, you know, you're a million other things as well in collaboration and conjunction. But what do you do with that though? When they're like, well, well, whatever it is, whatever experiences I've had, whatever I've been through, whatever I am now, whatever I used to be, whatever. God gave me all of it. Mm-hmm. All of it always, all the time, always. Sure. Cool. I don't think yes or no about it, but I'm not, who am I to, you know, who am I to say, you know. Uh, was it was it Ja Rule? I want to say it was Ja Rule when uh, when somebody asked, who am I? He said, pretty pub, motherfucker. You don't know what yeah. I'm with this? I think, no. I believe it was a, 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 a no, it wasn't Ja Rule. God damn it. Roll oh, it was Petey Pablo. Roll out. No, Roll that was ludicrous. Ludicrous. My hell. The the Petey Pablo was the one you're talking about. Who am I? Petey Bob motherfucker or something like that. All right. I think it was Petey Pablo. At least someone's picking up what I'm putting out. Throw the hands up. That was the, he was the, he was the no, North Carolina. Throw your hands up. Spin him in the air. 
Yeah, yeah no, no, no. North Carolina. Yeah. That was that guy. Yeah. All I'm thinking is, uh, what was it like that now? That was like now three. Come on. You know the now CDs, Chris. I never bought one. I was not allowed. Dude, yeah, I, I didn't buy a now CD. Other one. people bought it for me. That was like the BMG thing, right? Where if you bought one, Dude. they automatically enrolled you and buy, you'd have 400 CDs. Buy, yeah, buy one shit. CD for 80 bucks. You get five for free. It's uh, That would be... that. Yeah, that was like that BMG fucking ripoff where... Uh, what was it? I love that. I I had literally the quad. You know, what was the other CDs? one? It was BMG and then it was... What was it? Columbia House, right? Or some shit where... You would you would send them a dollar or something like that, and or tell them that you were going to send them a dollar, and they would send you like six hundred CDs, um, Dude, and you had to pick like twenty two of them or something and send them back, send the rest back. And if you did it, it was they they like they they repossessed your house. Dude, that reminds me of what uh, a good was, business plan. What a good when fucking I was business serving plan. the Lord diligently in Florida mm-hmm. um, on a Mormon mission. I was born and raised Mormon, left the yep. church, came back. How to do Mormon you feel church. about that then? Oh, dude, we'll get into that at some okay. determined point in the future. But but I was there in Florida, dude, and I swear anything a kid could have seen was seen in Florida from 07 right. to 09. Florida, um, it, was, is, it is the Wild West of the- Oh, dude. Holy shit. So talking about- there like, for, charge somebody I lived there for a decade. There was a dude while I was there. It was all over the radio. This dude got sent to prison because he made like five million bucks or something stupid mm-hmm. right there local in Florida because, I mean, this was like 07, 08. Times were tough, right? And for a dollar plus shipping, you could get a holy water dipped cross and he would yes. burn her a rosary. And dude, he wasn't even buying these guy. rosaries. He wasn't even buying these rosaries. He was like stealing them from pawn shops and mailing them out to people. And he got like 5 million people to give him a dollar plus shipping for stolen rosaries or some shit that were, that were yeah. supposedly dipped in holy water. I remember that guy. That is a solid business plan. Dude, I remember that. Uh, I also remember on uh, Florida radio back in those days, uh, Jenkin, the uh, drug pandemic of Jenkin. Do you remember Jenkin? That sounds familiar, but I remember Jenko jeans. Dude, I remember Janko jeans. Yeah, I put them on and then not skateboard because I was a bitch. But no, Jenkin, dude. This was seriously 07, 08, 09. Was that like alligator figure or something? No, this, you had kids in Florida. Remember, Florida's the place where people started like snorting bath salts and eating each other. Yeah. All the weirdest shit that's ever happened in the United States happens in Florida first. Starts there. Yeah, for sure. Dude, 100%. So these kids, was all over the radio. I literally, they had like a public health announcement come on, and like the sheriff of uh, not Pasco, um, Canales, Inland, Lake, Lake Wells, Lake Florida, or uh, Lakeland, Lakeland. That's um, um that's um, that? it's not Pinellas, it's not Pasco, it's not Hillsboro. Is it Hillsboro? No, 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 no. It's uh, Lakeland. That's uh, I think it might be Lakeland County to be actually. Lakeland, Florida, or uh, Lakeland, Lake Wales, Sebring, like Okeechobee was just outside the county lines, but right there, inland Florida, right? Sheriff comes on, on to like every radio station, it's like public health announcement. I need you all to know about this. 
your teenagers, they go into school. They're learning about things. They're learning about geometry. They're learning about trigonometry. They're not ever going to use that. Fuck. Then they come home and they shit and they piss in a two liter bottle, cover it with a balloon and wait till the methane fills it up and then huff it. And that's Jenkin. That's what the kids were getting high on in Florida in 0708. Bro, literally like public health announcements. You don't remember this? I was, probably, I was probably too busy doing it. Dude, it was yeah, probably. I don't fucking remember it. Because I, I was, I was doing it. Dude, um, Jenkin, and at the same time we had a, was it the swine flu or was it N1Z1 or F1 or I, I don't know. Zika virus. Dude, there was something else back then. You remember, there was something. There's always a pain. Always. Plus this bullshit. Yeah. There's always some bullshit, but um, Jenkin was the real pandemic. Rest in peace We're, to all those Dude, lost. $3 at a party supply store and a two two liter of Mountain Dew, and you've got your high for the month. Yeah. What's next? Well, I've got three more questions I want to hit you on real quick, but- okay. let's 3.33, by the way. Three more questions at 3.33. That means yeah. you got some angels watching. Yes, sir. Um, But first- we're going to take a quick little piss break. Aiden will cut okay. this out. And if he doesn't, no, Aiden will cut this out. Quick little break. I've got three more questions I want to hit you on. Okay. You good? I am good. All right. So, Aiden, I just want you to keep everything that Chris just went through in the podcast. Yeah. I got Actually, some good don't. Singers. I got some good singers. In. Yeah, I heard about stick your nose in your b-hole or something like that. Take your b-roll and stick it in your b-hole. <laughs> nah, dude, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was take your own nose and stick in your b-hole. By the way, that's flexible as fuck. I can't even, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed in the, in the words of Ron Burgundy. What's flexible? If you're putting your nose in your own b-hole, that is flexible. Mobility. Like I'm a, oh. I go oh, to you stretch got lab. You go to stretch lab there. And, and if you walk in, hold on a second. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this because this is good. Are you sharing a screen? Do I need to give you a... No, 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 no. I'm actually, I just got... I was going to say, are you going to put some Pornhub up here? No, 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 no. I go to, I go to Stretch Lab and uh, actually, if you go in during the, during the consult and they say, you know, what is your, what is your end? What's, what's the end goal? What are you trying to accomplish here? And you actually tell them, you know, look, I'm trying to learn and create, I'm trying, I'm be honest with you. I'm trying to stick my nose inside. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. I'll be honest with you. I'll I'll consider this place a success if I can if I can stick, if I if I can stick my nose yeah. in my own asshole yeah. by the, by the end of the protocol here. And you know what they told me? They said that is not an uncommon request. Apparently, and that is when you thing. were like, that's when you looked that man in the windows of his soul, and you're like, forever. <laughs> come on apparently it's a real thing and they actually have a protocol specifically for it yeah i mean you have to do a lot of work at home obviously right you can't just show up and not do your homework but uh but yeah i i am i'm a quarter of the way there i'm 25 through my protocol and uh it's i i got high hopes dude all i all i've got to say is like like there's a lot of things i'll make fun of a man for but having that kind of flexibility being able to brown nose yourself, 
Yeah. Brown nose your own butthole. No doubt. Um, yeah, no, like, how, how can I be mad at that? That's impressive. It's got to be in the Guinness books. If it's not, it should be. There's the Tower of Pisa, the Taj Mahal, and Chris with his nose up his ass. That's it. And when you get that, that is the, that is the pinnacle of masculinity. Well, and the, literally the next page is Marilyn Manson, how he got a whole rib removed and then he yeah. ended up in jail 20 years later. And But that's rookie shit because you're literally going about seven inches past. Maybe I'm just giving myself a little bit of credit here, but you know, like, you're going. You're well, it going. depends. Like, what are you, that's what like are you just, getting past? Seven inches could be a whole lot of credit if you're not flaccid. Yeah. I mean, you know, it. it's that's big time. And when you've yeah. done that successfully, that's when you know you've made it. If you can self-brown nose around a gob of girth, you, you, you've done it. You've arrived. <laughs> what Chris, the fuck? I, I defy you. In fact, I will send, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'll send you 500 bucks. You drop that phrase on stage, Apex Executives, gob of girth. $500, but I need a recording. 500 bucks, dude. I, I'm committing in front of you and these people who have yet to watch this or listen to this. Sure. I can't do it, man. There's no way. That, dude, I'll shoot this over to Sasser and, and see if he can help hold you accountable. <laughs> Saying no. He's going to come up to you ahead I of time. Not, I will not take Put a hand on your shoulder and be like, Chris, split it with me 50-50. Let's gobble girth this. <laughs> what if I get somebody else to say it? Let's gob each other's girths. Who else? I'm trying to... I don't even know who's there anymore. I don't even know who's there. Just a stranger. It's a strange land. But for real, video, audio, gob of girth, $500. You send me that, and I promise you, I swear to God, within five minutes of you sending me that, I will send you 500 bucks. And for every minute I'm late, it's 10% interest. I have to get on Friday. Y'all know I'm going to have my notifications on on Friday. I never have them on. I'm going to get poor real quick. No, nah, can't do it. I'm just trying to run through all the different ways that could possibly make it work. Nope, not going to do it. Dude, when you're introducing Stillman, just now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the 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 man, the mecca, the method, the gob of motherfucking girth. Can't do it. I'm actually, it's funny you say that. I'm doing, I'm going more of a Ric Flair approach to that. Let me hear Rolex you. wearing. Supercar driving, tattoo having, cowboy shit doing, king making son of a bitch. Put your hands together for an answer. I want to hear all your intros. You've got them written down, dude. You've put some thought into this. I don't know that I've ever seen you put so much thought into a thing. I prepare, man, for shit that I care about. Mm. I prepared for this. <clears throat> I did. I rearranged my office for this specifically so I could get this angle while I'm sitting at my desk. No lie. Well, I just well, I just did a Facebook Live where I said I'm going to rearrange my office on Facebook Live. I didn't say specifically Carson, but you know I'm, gonna, I'm telling you to watch that. Did you tell them you were going to get on a uh, podcast with a with a Ogaba girth? And um, no, it was one of the ones. I, there's no context to it. I actually got a couple of text messages from friends that were like, "Hey, do you know that you're on live? The uh, like it's just it's very strange. Like it's just you and some other guy moving furniture did in you, an office. Did, did you listen to the like the, the read the rest of that message? Like Chris, you don't have pants on. Yeah, no, it, I'm wearing the uh, 
why the fuck are your socks on? You don't even have pants on. I got the Texas tuxedo going today. What the fuck is a Texas tuxedo? I got the Texas tuxedo going today. And what it is, is that is a, it's like the Canadian tuxedo, but I called it a Texas tuxedo. And I think it's more fitting. Um, I've got a denim shirt on that snap away, by the way, you're welcome. Chest. Did you wax that thing? No, I'm just hairless. And, uh, so I got that. And then I also, I have white denim jeans on. Well, not white because it's after Labor Day. So you can't, um, but the, uh, they're, they're light colored. Yeah, I know. I'm with it. I'm with it. So, uh, and then, yeah. So the Texas tuxedo, uh, and that's, and that's a thing now. So I wore it. And anyway, you know, I didn't get any compliments on it. I didn't. I got no compliments on it today. I'll compliment you right now. Please do. You are a sexy gob of girth. I no, no. I want, I want you to cons- specifically compliment my outfit. Well, I haven't seen all of it. I've only seen the top. And what I'll say is this. Do do a spin for us. A spin? Yeah, this is going on the YouTube as well. All right, cool. What I will say about your outfit is this. Please. If there was a time, if there was a place, if there was a space where that was a thing that I was into in the moment when I was there, while I'm there, where I'm at, I'd be into it. Yeah. Thank you. I think. Nah, dude. Seriously though, Chris, like we've known each other for several years now. Mm-hmm. You look yep. good, dude. You look good. You look like you found some traction and you're just freaking beating the shit out of it, dude. You're you're making haste down a path. It's pretty That's damn what cool. I'm trying to do. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Making up for lost time. I am, yeah, I've, dude, I'll be honest, since I moved up here to Idaho, I've, I've struggled to give a fuck about it. I just haven't cared, you know, when I was in Utah, when I was in Vegas, and I did pretty damn good. I was making a lot of headway, but we moved up here and I just, I quit caring, man. You'll get it back. That's what they all say. It'll come back. Oh, it does. I think the biggest motivator that I have is I keep seeing this thing float around that's like, for every 20 pounds you lose, you gain an inch in your penis. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, I, I. An inch seems like an exaggeration, but give me 25 bips and I'm down. <laughs> For those of you at home, this podcast sponsored by the Federal Reserve. <laughs> For those in finance, it's a like quarter percent. <laughs> but nah, no, I told you I had three questions. All right. Numero uno. Yep. I want you to really think about this. Don't cheat us on this because as much as I'm like, hey, Chris, let's have you back on again. Maybe I don't. Okay. Yeah. Fair. What's the most significant thing that's ever happened in your life? Business, life, family, like anything. Most significant thing that's ever happened to you. I want to be born. Yeah. Being born, popped out. No. C-section or or, uh, vaginal? Couldn't tell you. Don't know. Don't ask. I don't ask a lot of questions, believe it or not. So- I actually don't know if I would be sectioned or vaginaled. Yeah. I don't know. And you know, honestly, like I, I don't really want to talk about that. So, um- so we can talk, let me go back and revisit the answer to that question. We're going to, you know. Chris doesn't want to talk about whether or not he was vaginalied. Correct. Yeah. All right. That's a um, fair state. Most significant thing other than your birth. You know, that's really, that's really to the most significant. Because it's like, all right, is that a personal thing? Is that a professional thing? Is that something that is, you know, just 
it's there's a lot there's a lot of different ways this can go and i don't have the best memory so i'm trying to find something that really you think something like would come to mind right and and i'm i'm grasping at straws right now why do you think it doesn't come to mind you know i i've done a lot of really cool shit and i used to always say there's a kenny powers line that says sometimes you got to forget this the small ones to make room for the big ones oh, and I uh, we we're going for a jet ski reference well I mean, there's always that. Dude, um, you're in Dallas. If you don't get a jet ski, what the fuck are you doing? You know, my buddy has a jet ski in uh, a couple of jet skis in New Hampshire. I've been spending a lot of time in the Northeast and he's got this, this like man child paradise and he, two, two jet skis, two powerful jet skis. And, um, we brought Baxter, who was Ashley's dog on the jet ski last time we were there two times ago. Yeah. 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 Didn't get any pictures of it, but we will next time. Dog on a jet ski going like 62 miles an hour. Dog was totally fine with it. Not freaked out at all. Just like sitting there. It was, it was the wildest shit you've ever seen. And we were just fucking humming around. We weren't sure how it was going to work, but he loved it. He was digging it. It was great. Dog on a jet ski. Does that or have any history that, with that? That right there is the most significant thing I have ever done in my life. Taking a skittish ass dog and putting him on a goddamn jet ski. Dude, how the hell is that significant? How the hell is it not? When was the last time you saw a dog on a jet ski? I'm pretty sure there's literally YouTube videos of squirrels on jet skis. Sure. No, squirrels, on on, skis. squirrels are on water skis, not jet dogs skis. Dogs do all it, sorts this, of shit. This is a motor sport. Okay. Not, not some bullshit squirrel on some sticks going around a, a kiddie pond. This is, this is a big boy jet ski. This is a skittish ass dog on a big boy jet ski going like 62 miles an hour. It was amazing. And that's the most significant thing. That is the biggest accomplishment of my life. <laughs> Damn, Chris. What do I do with this? What the hell am I supposed to do with this? Um, all right, let me think about it. Let me go, let me go back to that. It it was a really cool accomplishment. Dude, it, it actually sounds pretty cool. I've got so many burritos and bridges references for a dog named Baxter, but all right, it's another Anchorman reference. Um, wasn't his dog named Baxter? Oh wait, hey, what the hell, bro? Punish that shit off a bridge. What the hell, bro? Said you just hit me in the face with a burrito. Oh, just, I'm so full. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't want to distract. Significant, so significant. I had three questions. You could have made this three minutes and gotten to your uh, dude. Angels game. Are you watching the Angels? What? Huh? Is, is that what you said? No, Angels are watching us. At 333 at three questions. You oh. got an angel up here. I thought you said you're watching Angels. Like angels no, no, angels no. Like... Angels are watching us right now. Dear we are God, fired. if there is a God, and you're not a dick, God, if we are the game, let my daddy come home. We are high... He just went to the store. He's going to be back. Yeah. yeah. With the milk. He's He just went to the store for a pack of smokes. He's going to yeah, come back. motherfucker came back with skim. Nobody knows he drank whole milk or none at all. Dude, yeah, for real. But no, significance, Chris. Quit getting distracted. Fuck, man. Ah, uh, significance. 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 You want me to phrase it a different way? Yeah. You want me to phrase it a different way? What the I've done a lot of shit. to you so much that you could let all the other things that mattered to you go for that one thing that mattered to you. No, we're not hitting. 
That's sad. It, I mean, significance. Yeah. It, was there? Man, I've done a lot of cool shit. Any moment in your life that was like a defining moment. All right. Let me just, maybe you want me to just make something up? I'll just make something up. No, uh, I don't want you to make something up. I want you to be real, Chris. If there's not a thing, like, that's the whole point of this whole podcast, right? Is I, I want to talk to significant thing, people doing significant things. And if your life has been so fucking great, like you, you've had all these things and like there's ups and downs. Yeah. You keep hitting these ups to where it's like, I can't point out a single thing because, man, I just keep hitting the next up, right? That's the way I see myself. I want people to see that. Like, that's what yeah. this podcast is about, is seeing the yeah. shit outside of the nine to five. Yeah. 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 No, that's the way I feel. I feel like everything, like the big boy shit that just continues to happen. I've done some, I mean, I I get these memories of the wild, the wildest shit has happened to me from just these stupid ass stories i'm sorry man i'm fucking your whole shit up right now no dude this uh, this podcast is literally like this is going in this is literally just candid authentic whether it makes sense or it doesn't you and i are making sense i have i got a billion people on the planet fuck them all we're talking that's something i'm working through right now you know so i think the most significance that i had is I think learning how to stand up for myself recently. I, you know, look, so I got a, I got a terrible memory. So I can't remember shit that happened here. And it'll come to me. She'll be like, oh, cool. Yeah, remember that. It's great. But just, but, you know, kind of relearning how to stand up for myself in the last year or so. That's pretty significant for me where I'm, I'm saying no to people now. And, and, I, and I respect myself more. You know, I'm not a fucking doormat anymore. So, you know, pretty significant, you know, for me was to be able to realize that, but then also act on it, right? To make, to, you know, to put myself in a better situation that's it. Yeah. That's because I think the way that's like, I don't have like, I don't necessarily look at my life as a whole. I mean, I have like chapters basically. Right. And you know, each, each chapter is going to have its own, you know, ups and downs and, you know, and beginning and end. And, you know, right now I'm focused on the chapter that I'm in and I can still, I still have vision on the chapter that I was in. And I think that that's, you know, moving from, you know, one to the next, I think is something that's, that's, that's my most significant accomplishment. Does that work? Is that good for you? Because that actually, uh, that's true as well. So. Dude, if it if it's good for you, it's good for me. This was- All right. Well, it's good for me. Dude, I, I love it, man. Next question. Okay. Number two of three. Okay. What's the most devastating thing that's ever happened to you in your whole life? Ooh. I mean, I had a lot of ups and downs. Again, kind of going back to the same thing chapter wise, right? I had uh, two dogs- and, and two dogs die and and got divorced within a 12 month period. So that was relatively traumatic for me, I would say. But um that was a tough year. Real dude, you're But you're I wouldn't say it was devastating life. though. I wouldn't say it was devastating. I mean, it was, you know, again kind of going what I was back to is like a lot of people think that, you know, when you hear devastating they immediately think of death. And, you know, I would say that it's more so of a setback than than anything else. Not death is not a setback because obviously you're not fucking coming back from that. But like when you when I hear something devastating, right, I automatically go to, you know, my mind is, I think you're supposed to go to something that is, that is, is, was un, unforeseen and, but uh, able to come back from. It's just a setback in terms of, you know, it's like maybe not a temporary one, maybe, maybe, uh, well, I guess it would be temporary, maybe not, you know, a permanent one. But, you know, devastating would be something like, you know, if you were in Hawaii and you just lost all your shit, right? Where all of a sudden now you can't, you know, I'm trying to think like- You should have, have had a house blue. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You think I'm wearing this for no reason? You you want to say it's a light reason. blue, but it's a blue. God damn it! I'm not looking to get burned up. Blue nonetheless. Ooh. Um, did you did you hear that emergency signal today? Did you listen to it? Yeah, I was actually on a call with a dude who was telling me how his uh, his mastermind program is so much bigger than mine, and he's blah 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 and all blah blah blah. And I was like, "That's great. You sound like a fucking douche. I think I'm going to put you out of business. You've been running yours for twenty years. I've been running mine for two. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put you out of business. You have a big mastermind, right? Isn't it like two thousand people? Thirty-seven, thirty-eight. I think we're approaching thirty-nine hundred. Jesus Christ. Zero dollars spent in marketing. Not a dollar spent in marketing. All organic. You do okay then. Hey, I'll say girth gobbler or got what is it? Gob of girth. Gob of girth. Gob I'll of say girth. gob of girth if you give me fifty thousand. Because you have thirty nine hundred people in your mastermind. So I know fifty is not as to this day, Chris, shit you not. And like the peep like my team can back you up on this or back me up on this. I lose money on that mastermind every month, ten, fifteen thousand a month, above and beyond what we make on it. Got it. You got to raise your prices. I built it to scale, and dude, it's it's really shocked me. It hasn't scaled the way I wanted it to. So like we have a lot of people in it, but obviously most of the people exist at the bottom. A much larger portion than I thought exists sure. at the bottom. And um, our our mastermind is all built on tactical the tactical approach, like what you actually need to do. Like fuck your inspiration, you're gonna forget about that as soon as you beat off. It's post nut clarity, right? And and in business, you have post nut clarity. Like tell me I'm wrong. You go to an event, you get hyped up, you come home, post nut clarity hits, and you're like, oh yeah, this is hard. I'm not gonna work. That's what people do. I underestimated that because we have this very tactical, guaranteed. 100% of everything we do at every level has a one to 300% money back guarantee. And um, we still struggle to get people to like level up, move up because our literally, Chris, I'm not even shitting you. Our number one complaint is that sounds like a lot of work. And I'm like, what the fuck did you think this was? Success is dressed in fucking coveralls. It's not dressed in a mini skirt. It looks like some anime twink. Shut the fuck up. Dude, it drives me nuts. But um, but yeah, we lose money on this mastermind. I do it because, honestly, because I love it. Right. It makes me so... Let's not get into that. This is about you. But man, I've had conversations with people where they had a pistol in their lap, the same way I have at, at times in my life. Or their, their spouse had just handed them divorce papers when they'd been trying everything they could in their power to make it work. Did you know and, some... You said that... It. The pistol thing. You know what's crazy is that because I'm like, so I've been, I've been, I do a therapy thing or whatever, right? And they, they were, all, you know, they're all like, have you ever thought about it? And I was like, absolutely not. No, I mean, I've never thought about that, never once. And then, you know, you start talking, and apparently there's a thing called like soft suicide, right? Which I didn't even know. And it basically would be like, well, have you ever like, have you ever like gone that, gone out, gotten all fucked up, and like not care if you wake up or not? And I'm like, well, yeah, doesn't doesn't everybody? And they're like, no. Oh, that's not a thing. I would take, you know, I would be, I'd go out and drink and, t you know, take a muscle. This, hold on, this, this is brought to you by mental health. Um, the, uh, and, and this was years ago, by the way. Um, but the, uh, you know, I'd go out and drink and I'd take a Xanax and a muscle relaxer whenever I got home. And, uh, you Imitrex. know. You didn't say all the words. Worst case scenario, this whole podcast gets shut down. We're going to reopen it as the big mermaid. This podcast brought to you 
by the big mermaid. When you're sick of the little one, go for big. Yeah. Facts. Anyway, um, gabba gabba gucker. What, what was it? Gabba gabba girth. Gabba girth. Gabba girth. Gabba g a b b a or is it gob of the girth? Both depends on the context. Are we girth. talking? Well, like the real context is: Are we at a business conference or are we trying to sell a new candy bar to Willy Wonka? Yeah, definitely the candy bar. Yeah, so it's gabba g o b b a. Gob if it, and if it was if it was like something to help you go to sleep, it would be G A B A. Yeah, Gabba. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Girth with a U. <laughs> with a what is it? What's the thing called with the dots on it? You just like the fucking help people from Sweden. I have to silence myself because I'm gonna get canceled for for uh for other things. Hit me up afterwards after we're done recording and I'll tell you what I'm gonna get canceled for. All right. Sometimes your voice reminds me of uh, the the dad from Little from uh, Finding Nemo. Never saw it. Shut the fuck up. Never saw it. Never once. Your life Not is hell. Your life sucks. It's stupid. Your life is. Is that the most devastating? That's probably then the most devastating thing. No, it's not. But but what the fuck? You've never watched Finding Nemo? I don't have children. Why the fuck would I watch Finding? Never Nemo? Never been hanging out with some single mom and her kid wanted to watch Finding Nemo. Absolutely not. That's one of my rules. No fucking kids. Period. I love fruit snacks. I love fruit snacks. Don't get me wrong. No kids. But so, dude, okay, no that's a whole nother question. Yeah. Do you not want kids at, at any point yet? Like, no shit talk. Some people don't. Oh no, uh, wife, no, no, I definitely. My do. wife's sister actually is like, yeah, we don't. No, want no, no, no. I definitely, I definitely do. At one point, I was like, absolutely no kids. I don't want kids. But now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it could be a thing. Yeah, with Boston, I don't know. Maybe okay. Fucking smart, yeah, we, dude. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't. We don't want to make public record of that. But yeah, let, let's not make commitments, dude. I will tell you this: <laughs> writing wife, checks with my mouth that my dick cannot cash. Yeah, straight up, and it's a poor dick. You know. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I take, I take testosterone, right? I'm, I take a lot of testosterone, right? Because it makes me, me both. That's how they caught my cancer. Good. That's how they caught my cancer, dude. That TRT, man. Yeah, man. I forgot about. How's it going? Is it is it gone? Did is it beat? Um, I'm in remission. Okay, good. Tell me about the. Tell me about your penis. It's there. It works. All, all inch and a half of it, rumpled foreskin like a motherfucker. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna talk about some TRT stuff, though. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Children in. Yeah. So get sidetracked. If you if you if you take a lot, well, even any, even if you take a small amount, it shuts it shuts your balls off, right? Yeah. And dude, yeah. any amount shuts them off. Yeah. Unless so, uh, I've heard HCG will keep it or clomid. Yeah, or clomid. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and and so what what I did find out was that your boy's been firing blanks. Which means that I could have been having a whole lot more fun for a while, right? But I mean, that's neither here nor there. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's something that if so, that were to happen, so here you were shooting like a star trooper, not hitting anything. It's a Star Wars reference. I'm trying to hit all the audiences here. All right, yeah. I mean, you get wild. We've been all over different demographics today, so I like it. Yeah, hit them all. So there you were, not hitting a goddamn Jedi in the sky. Just fucking pew, oh. pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Missing it. Missing target every time. I like it. It's good. It's responsible. It's the responsible way 
to do the sex. But you feel like... <laughs> I've kept it so straight this whole time. And... <laughs> you say to do the sex. And it, the reason it gets me, Chris, is because I was raised Mormon. And that's that's how it was introduced to me. They they came up to me. They we were in Sunday school. And they're like, now, nah, boy, when you do the sex. And I was, <laughs> I was like, Bishop. I'm yeah. Um, True. dude, you want you're you're starting to want some kids though, some posterity. Yeah, at some point, yeah, I think so. What changed? Because you kind of seem like you were like kind of dedicated, and now you're coming back, bro. I mean, I'm just it's all environment. It wasn't that I didn't want them. It was that I didn't want them in the environment that I was in. More than more, more specifically with the person that that I was that I was with. So I'll just go out and fucking say it. I did not want to have children with that woman. And then is now that now that that part of my life has changed, where I am a little bit, you know, where where that is that that is not no longer a factor, and all of a sudden that comes back. Dude, I respect that so much, man. That's something you see in like lower income demographics i guess quite a bit actually like even in my own family when people struggle especially like people in a relationship struggle they go and have a let's kid. throw a kid at it right yeah yeah and it's <laughs> it's always like i've never what an idiot. I've, I've never gotten in like my wife and i we've been through a lot of ups and downs and 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 a lot of things but i i can honestly look back and i'm so grateful to say i've never had a moment where it was like i wish i didn't have kids with her I could not ask for a better mother to my children and a better person to parent with. Like she's been yeah. so amazing regardless of our ups and downs. And so I, I don't know. I just like you say that and uh, it's, it's, it's a very mature, which I would never say about you by the very way. Sure. But it's, it's so mature. That it might be the most uh, collar popping freaking. You see a popping. You prick. This doesn't, that's not good look. You metrosexual ass motherfucker. Shoot no, face. dude, I just, that's, that's big though to recognize that, especially cause like my sentiment of feeling this way I can recognize is hindsight cause hindsight's yeah. 2020, right? Sure. In hindsight, I have no regrets. In fact, I am so grateful cause I was so young, so immature, man, I could have screwed up so bad. Yeah. I'm so grateful that, that I had my kids with my wife, but like, you you're you're the other way around you've had this foresight of like man i, I didn't want to go there so, yeah i don't know it's, it's been bad cool, actually yeah it could have been really bad for everybody for everybody well dude i'll, I'll tell you and maybe you have kids maybe you don't i don't think everybody's supposed to have kids like i guess i agree my I agree sister-in-law and her husband they they've decided they're not going that route and and they go back and forth it breaks our hearts sometimes and other times they're at peace with it and you know, I like if that's, you know, they're, they're just trying to be as candid with themselves as they can be. And I support them so much. It's a big level of maturity, but I will say this for me, I wouldn't be married without my boys. My boys didn't save my marriage. My boys helped me hold my wife in perspective when I didn't want to. I don't know if that makes any sense, but they, no, they definitely did. And, um, my boys, made me want to be alive when I didn't want to. Cause that's something I've struggled with a lot myself personally. And my boys that, I oh, man, just so much like 
I needed to have kids for me. I don't know that they needed me, but goddamn, I needed them so much. But that's not everybody, you know. Right. It's not everybody. So I don't know. It's it's such a cool conversation to have. On honestly, mm-hmm. I agree. I hope you have kids. The world could use more Chris's. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Some gobba girth, self brown nosing, self. I mean, flexibility is super underrated. Without it, you know. Yeah, when was the last very... time you went to the circus for free to see a contortionist? And uh, you, you don't. That's the yeah, thing. You, you don't. What I'm saying is the public obviously values this trait. It's needed. But um, I'm going to ask one more time, and then we'll just move right on to my last question. Most devastating thing that ever happened. In your I life. thought I just fucking answered that. The, the camera You've been went back down. and forth. You've been back and forth. The camera went down. We talked about a whole bunch. Aiden, I don't even... I don't even remember. Aiden, like, don't listen to Chris. If he fires you, I'm firing Chris. I can't fire him. That's he's yeah, your. He's, the, he's, he's your dude. That's, that's the fucking point. He's your. I'll guy. rehire. I'll hey. I'll hire Aiden on the outside. We'll go black Whoa. market. Whoa! Don't you fucking come in here right now. This this dude has earned it. He. Chris, I know. I. You got to understand. Saying that, that not me. Fucking. I never brought man. that up. You brought it up. Not me. I, I will go was... outside. I will PayPal him. <laughs> no. Aiden, you're good. I can't fire you. Last chance, though. Most devastating thing. People need to hear it. Got to be real. Got to be raw. I want you to cry. You don't have to cry, but... Most devastating thing that happened to me is coming on here and not knowing what to say about the devastating thing. Well, now you know, because, dude, if you're down for it, I definitely want to have you back again. I I'm probably not going to ask you that question again, but I'm going to find ways to ask Well, what I'll do is I'll consider that in the back of my mind for a while. And I'll wake up one night in the middle of the night and be like, that was it. And then what I'll do is I'll probably open up my phone and take a video and send it to you. And then you can figure out a way to crop it in. Uh, We probably won't crop it in, but- It'll be its own episode. As friends, we can have a conversation because next time you come on, if you want to come on again- Sure. I'm going to, like, it's going to be different questions, but I'm going to find ways to ask questions that make your balls feel like they're cold when they're not. You get what I'm saying? Balls cold not. Yeah. I Yeah. I, entirely. I just want them to shrivel, shrink, hide. Okay. That's cool. I don't know, dude. I just, uh, I want to get the, the real bit and I want people to see. I feel like the biggest reason people fail at business is because they go into it with the wrong expectation what being an entrepreneur is or what being yeah. successful is. Yeah. I think it's really going to need shit for a long time. I think everybody thinks that that they're going to come in and and just crush it right away and you got to eat shit night. Some people don't. Some people they get lucky or or whatever and or they're handed something that that you know, but it, in reality, you know, and those people they fucking they they're they're missing out on on the good stuff anyway because if you don't go through the bad, then you can't really experience the good, and you're not a true entrepreneur until you've got your fucking teeth kicked in every day for ten years. Nah, uh, that was just me. At least a year, two years, where you got to eat shit and you got to skip meals and you got to maybe worried about not being able to pay your rent and you got to worry about not being able to pay your employees. But somehow you make it work, right? I think we've all been there before. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you, if you have not experienced that, then I don't think you can call yourself an entrepreneur. Dude. So not all sunshine and rainbows. That that's the whole point of this podcast is to see all the sides of business, not the dark Mm -hmm. side, not the light side, all the, all the sides. I want people to get to know like people who are actually doing something significant. Talking about piss and vinegar. Dude, it's that, I mean, that's it. It's piss and vinegar. 
Hiss yeah. and vinegar. Hiss so, and vinegar. last question, dude. I'm gonna quit yeah. beating you up on on the uh, on the black hearted soul stuff. Sure. Last question, and then if you want to talk some more, we can talk some more. Wrap it in the podcast. If if you want to wrap it up, let's wrap it up. All you right. can go watch your Angels game. <laughs> if you knew, like I know, this podcast is in front of four people. Three of them are yeah. my wife. Yep. Well, let's be honest. I'm raising Jensen. I'm raising Jameson. One's my wife. One's each of my boys. They're young, but yeah, they hear all the words, and that's how they get to know there's a time and a place. Uh-huh. But if this podcast, 8 billion people on the planet, if somehow by some miracle tomorrow was in front of 6 billion people, yeah, what one thing could you leave or would you want to leave if what you really want to do is create an impact, if you wanted to not be a piece of shit uh-huh. and you wanted to just create some kind of an impact, what what one thing would you tell those six billion people or those six people or whatever, it doesn't matter the number. It's the impact that matters. What is it? Easy. That's an easy one is to stop, you know, realize that no one gives a shit about you. And when that, hold on, let me, let me, let me back this up. Too many people don't do things because they worry that other people are going to judge them, right? They worry about like, I don't, I didn't go out and do this because I was afraid that somebody was going to make fun of me. Or I was afraid that, you know, that they were going to think I was stupid or I was afraid that it was going to be bad. Well, in the beginning, you're going to be fucking bad no matter what it is. But what most people don't realize, and this took me a really long reason to figure out, people only care about themselves at the end of the day. So you can go out there and look as stupid as you want to fucking look. And people may point and laugh for about 30 seconds or 10 seconds or five seconds, or maybe a minute if you're, if you're, if they're really focused on you, then after that, they're going to forget all fucking about it. And they're going to go back to living their selfish fucking lives. And we are the same exact way, Carson. It's not, it's not just, I'm not sitting here trying to shit on other people and be holier than thou. But at the end of the day, too many things don't get done. Too many things don't get accomplished because people are afraid of what others are going to think about them. And the sooner that they realize that people really don't give a fuck, right? Just go go do it. And then, you know, if it works great, if it doesn't, it doesn't. But take your shot. Damn. That's easy. That was an easy one. That's so crazy to me that that's the easiest question in the whole day. But I mean, it makes sense, dude. Yeah, you froze. What the hell's up? Hold on. Froze again. All right. Now I'm back. I'm on the other. Hey, he's back just so we can. Uh, all right. This has been Chris Killy. Look at you smiling like some it clown in a gutter. In a gutter. Okay. Gross ass. No, Chris, dude, I appreciate you. Um, If folks wanted to tune into you, where would they go? I, I don't have anything out. I mean, it's just my Instagram or my Facebook. So your not, not Chris Killy. Not Chris Killy. K-I-L-L-E. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. Not Chris Killy. Dude, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you too. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for tuning into the A to C podcast today. I appreciate you joining me on this unfiltered journey into the minds of remarkable people. I hope you enjoyed the candid conversations, the authenticity, and the insights shared. Remember, this is an ad-free podcast, so your support in sharing this with others, well, it means the world to me. If you want to stay connected with me and the podcast, and be the first to know about our upcoming guests and episodes. Follow me, the podcast, whatever, on social media, A to C Podcast on Facebook, and we'll get our Instagram and everything else set up. At uh, CPorter389 is my own personal stuff on all platforms. Your feedback, your ideas, they're invaluable to me. Drop me a message, um, drop the podcast a message, share your thoughts, let me know who you'd like to hear from next together. We're on this mission to explore all the facts of success and life, 
but be candid as hell about it. So I appreciate you. Come find me, come follow me, and let's do some awesome things together. Appreciate y'all.